Hey guys, Keith here to talk to you about Lavender Lions Bath and Body. They do the bath bombs over there, and they also have, you know, any kind of lip gloss. Uh, they do the beard products, which is my favorite line. Uh, she has wax, beard oils, which are incredible. Um, even the shower gel is incredible. They're over at uh, 3446 South Main Street. 3446 South Main Street. That's in Salt Lake City. Check them out, guys. I've been using their products for months now, and, uh, and I won't go back. So um, check them out, guys. I think you'll be pretty pleased with them. This is Keith on the Warner Recovery Radio Network. This is the Big Things 9 Podcast. How is everybody doing today? Everybody's having a good week so far. We're doing good here. The weather's incredible. At least it is now. It'll probably be 100 degrees next week, but you know how that goes. But um, yeah, guys, so I was kind of going through some of the questions I've gotten out of the email from last night. And uh, what I did was I I pulled some questions out from people that we haven't heard from before, just so everybody kind of has a chance to get their questions in. But um what we don't get through today, I will just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll roll them over till we get caught up on them. So, but, uh, but yeah, so let's, um, let's dive into them. Um, Joy, and I love that name, in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa. Uh, was there a song that you would listen to during or after that you would get high? Kind of like a ritual. Um, I wouldn't say it was like a ritual i mean we didn't have a song that we like turn on you know but i mean a lot of 21 pilots stuff because they were kind of they were new and they were putting out albums and like everybody i mean everybody was kind of in a 21 pilots so that's kind of what what we were excuse me what we were listening to so yeah 21 pilots yeah i don't really think anything else maybe like a lot of classic rock stuff but you know from the new type music scene definitely 21 pilots so, um, guys, these are some pretty cool questions today, actually. I haven't even looked at them. Um, Kristen in North Salt Lake. Kristen wants to know, what is the best taco stand in Salt Lake City? Okay, that's the first part of the question. Best taco stand in Salt Lake City? I always like the guy down there, kind of by the uh, Vivian Arena on the backside. That's over by, like, Gateway Mall. He's on that corner. I think that is... It's like Third South Broadway, I guess, and it's um, he's on the Gateway side, right there. I don't even know if he's there anymore. It's been such such a while since I've even been right there, but um, he was just he knew how to do them. He, that guy had really good tacos, um, because you know they they'll be in one place for a while, then they'll move over. Oh, the guy with the Gateway, I think he actually did move over to um. The Union Station building, right there. I think that's where he's at now. I did see him not long ago when I was ever, when I was ever that way. But yeah, I think he's right there on that corner. Yeah, he's. They have the. They have really good tacos. Um, and then, 
Christian wants to know how how about bread pudding? Sorry, I had an audio issue. Um, and then she wants to know how about bread pudding? Sorry, guys, I think I got it fixed now. <laughs> but um, anyway, so we're oh bread pudding. Um, I really there's a new pl- well. Let me start with the place that has it. Um, what are they called? Over. Oh, Bayou, over there on State Street and about n- around 9th South. Bayou has a really good uh, bread pudding. I think one of those guys is actually from New Orleans over there. So, yeah, theirs is actually decent. Um, what I'm t- I, I don't know. I've been told it's decent. Um, and then, let me see here. Yeah, just Bayou. I don't really know anywhere else. You know, the best way to do it. Bread pudding, it's not that hard to make. Just the secret is when you do it, make sure you use stale bread. You don't want it too fresh bread because you want it to hold together, you know. That's kind of the secret with it. So they tell me. But um, let me see here. Um, all right, so, okay, this is from Jay in SLC. What's up, Jay? All right, so uh, what are the benefits and headaches of having a girlfriend during the run the run and gun process what are benefits and what are the headaches um god i'm gonna get in trouble for this one fuck um all right jay let me see the benefits it's always good like when you're out there it's being out there like on your own that's a really really dark place to be you know, and I don't mean like this street corner, that street corner. I just mean like in general, like because like after like eleven o'clock at night, depending where you are, things get really, uh, really dark. You know, and so having somebody with you, a girlfriend, companion, whatever, you have that extra person, and and sometimes that extra person keeps you sane, you know, and keeps you from really falling off the deep end. Um, but then. There's, I would say, like, the headaches of it is, you know, you have to provide, you know, you being the guy, I mean, you don't, this, one of my biggest pet, pet peeves, like, pet peeves of anything is, like, people that sell their girlfriend, like, to go make money to buy their dope, like, that is the weakest, most pathetic tool I've ever seen anybody do putting their girlfriend to work, like, give me a fucking break, like, that's so pathetic, like, uh uh-uh, like, that is, like, the biggest waste of humanity, my god, it makes me sick, it makes me sick, so, I mean, I would have never, ever, ever asked a girl to do that, you know, or my girlfriend at the time, she would have never had to, she she knew that, we don't do that, you know, and that's, you know, doesn't matter where you're from, how you do it, like, I just... I, I respect women, and that's not respectful, you know, so anybody that did that and said they respect women, fuck you, you know, like, it's just, it's disrespectful, so, all right, so, moving on, oh, here, crazy, crazy Carl on North Temple, good to see you, crazy Carl, all right, um, when does this shit ever end, or does it not, um, that's a great question, It depends. It really does, you know. When does it, it? It depends how you play it, you know. It can. If you're. If you're living your lifestyle, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, 
if you're doing service, if you're staying away from the, if, if you can find a way and you get on your Facebook and you start Xing off friends that are, were your friends because of drugs, that's where it starts. And that's a big step, you know? So that's, I would highly recommend getting, getting through that and getting rid of a lot of your old friends because the ones you don't get rid of, those are the ones that are, that are going to hit you up about the most dumbest random shit. Like, this guy, I don't even know him on my Facebook. He's just he's been messaging me every day about buy a hundred in Bitcoin and get fifteen hundred dollars cash. Like, are you fucking tripping, dude? Like, and he thinks like he's gonna get the sale. And I've told him, I said, don't, dude, don't hit me up. I'm not doing it. He's like, dude, dude, and he's begging me to do it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, how many more times do I have to tell you? And then I blocked him. You know, so fuck. Um, so does it ever end? When, when you think it's over, it's not. So you just keep that in mind, you know. When you think it's over, it's not. As long as you're 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 prepared, and, and you know, and and have good awareness about it, yes, it, it, there will be and there will be an end. But just kind of understand that it'll always linger out there. So as long as you're aware of it, then it, your your issues will be fixed very quickly. So, all right. Um, oh, this is this kind of goes and kind of like that one was. Okay. Um, let me see something. Hold on, I'm sorry. Okay. So, all right, we have uh, Tammy here putting that tea in Taylorsville. Uh, all right, Tammy wants to know, can you describe your experience when you realized that moment, not only that you were winning, but that moment where you pulled away and never looked back? Um, I think with me, I have about three years, eight months, nine months maybe. So with me, it's like the first couple of years really flew by pretty quick. They really did. And it was, I was, I think it was the night, probably about the night where I hit, where I hit three years. And I was doing some reflecting and I look back and I realized like, damn, like I'm doing this, you know, and not only am I doing it, like I'm looking way back and I am way ahead, you know, and that was the moment, you know, and it just seemed like over the last eight months, like I'm shifting even more that way. Um, so with me, it was three years, you know, I, I think some people might be two, some might be, some might be five, who knows, you know, but it's, um, for me, it was about three years, um, but, you know, everybody's different on that, you know, and don't don't expect it at three years. I mean, it could happen at two or four. So, you know, you just, you, you never know. You never know. But if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, like I said, who knows? Who knows? Okay, this is a cool question. All right, Betty in Sugar House wants to know, looking back through all the years, what would you say is the most fucked up phone call that, that you ever received? Um... Mm, I would usually have one from our from the you know the old using days, but I don't. I would say um, this when I was back in Florida. I was <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. This is so bad. I was sitting in my office. I remember it was like a Friday afternoon. It's like three o'clock, and my my business partner John walks into my office, and he's like. He's like, uh, you know, what are you doing for the weekend? We're talking, we're the phone, the phone rings. And I said, let me take this real quick. And I take it, and turns out it's this 
I think he's he's Turkish, the guy, and he's telling me he's calling me from the, the from the feds, and he's in he's in, uh, he's at the jail or the federal holding. He's this captain of this Turkish ship, and they have um they found a bunch of stowaways, and one of them was dead in a container. <laughs> so, of course, the captain of the ship. He knew nothing about it because he doesn't go load those on there, you know. He just he pulls into the port and they, they load them on, they stack them all, you know. They don't they don't inspect them on the ships. I mean, they have, they'll randomly inspect some ones on the ground, you know, but they don't they don't have time. When it gets in there, they load it and they get out, you know. So they were holding him in jail, and um, you know, and it, it went on for a while, and they he was still there, and then for you know his 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 wife's calling me. I can barely understand her on the phone. Um, about it, and I just—I forgot how it ended. I got to—I got to send him an email and just find out what how that did end, because that's gonna eat me up now. But yeah, that—that that was a weird phone call. That was really fucking weird. Um, you know, it, getting held by the feds like that, and he's not a citizen of this country. Like that's—that's that's freaky shit. So, uh, so yeah, thanks for that, Betty. I appreciate it. All right, so now we got. Um, let me see here. We got. Uh, Harry and Harry's in East Central Salt Lake, so right, right down the street from me. All right, um, you've been per- you've been very transparent about your battle with alcoholism, and have said multiple times that you will see me dead before you see me with the drink in my hand. Can you provide us with a backstory on that, if that's available? Um, basically, basically with that one, I I say that because. I tried so many times to stop drinking back in the day, you know, and it was, I really, really struggle with it. And the, the experience of it is really awful. And just, you, you know, they're all different. Everything's different when, when, you know, when it comes to getting off like a drug or alcoholism, everyone's different. Something about alcohol just doesn't sit well with me. And it's just, I, I would, it's not, it's the, out of all, you put all the drugs in front of me that I've ever done, even alcohol, and I say alcohol is the one I would never go back with, With you know, I just, I just wouldn't do it, I, I, like I said, you would see me dead, you'll, you'll see me in a coffin before you see me with a drink in my hand, I mean that, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's the story on that one, and, um, and then the second part of Harry's question is, uh, on top of being a heroin addict, did you have any other drugs that, that you used to do with your heroin? Um, uh, yeah, a little bit, but nothing, nothing, nothing worse writing on the, you know, knocking on the neighbor's door about, so nothing exciting at all, so, so yeah, but, um, but yeah, guys, that's, that's what we got today for you, um, tomorrow is Friday, so we'll be on in the evening tomorrow, please send any questions, comments, anything you got to a podcast at random uh, random recovery doc, dot org or God, I can't speak uh, podcast at random recovery dot org and uh, get your questions to us and we'll have them answered uh, tomorrow the following podcast and again so tomorrow night we'll be on um, probably around like six ish tomorrow night and uh, also guys remember if you if you could help us out by donating you can send anything to a Venmo and that's at big things nine or cash app. That's gonna be your uh, money. Your money sign. Big things nine. Money sign. Big things nine. 
we will be very grateful for that. And if not, keep on listening. Uh, we'll be here uh, for a long time. So have a good day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. But it'll get you through